0: Dun, dun, dun. Oh. Yo, what the fuck? What? <laughs> you got the intro music going? Practicing <laughs> like, new shit.
1: Yo, you should have heard it. I was going, skew, skew, Get echo off. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's what I was doing before. Get your shit together, yo. Yeah, okay.
0: I gotta just, get my shit together. Shit, serious, yo. This this life changing.
1: Damn. <laughs> we in the studio right now.
0: In the news, yo.
1: Nobody's doing this shit right now. <laughs> Alright. Welcome, everybody. This is Talk the Wild Podcast. We're your hosts, Ken and Derek. Alright, let's get it started. Thursday night football just finished. Titans took it to the Packers, uh, and, yeah, it, went was pretty, about,
0: it was pretty fucking great watching the Packers lose after ESPN and everybody else kept talking about, oh, shit, the Packers are back just because they got lucky on a fixed game against Dallas.
1: I mean, they definitely had their chance to come back, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, the defense happen.
1: was ready for that, and uh,
0: and and the Packers. I don't know the Packers' offense. <laughs> the attempts that they make to fix that receiver problem, like it's a serious mess at receiver. And I feel like the front office they just kind of like threw newspaper on it, like it was, <laughs> like the receiving shit is like when somebody fucking throws up and you just drop newspaper on it. They were like, oh, fuck it, we'll just sign Cobb and fucking pick up Watson, and we're good. We don't really need nobody else." And that's kind of where they're at right now. And it just shows in games like this against teams that are halfway decent.
1: Yeah, I mean, they got Derrick Henry, who, I mean, they really didn't have an answer for. And then you have rookie Traylon Burks, who went off tonight. Especially on that last play, whenever, you know, right around the two-minute warning in the second half, where Green Bay kind of just said, fuck it, we lost. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> and Tannehill's <laughs> like, nope. nope, but I mean, what what do you really expect from someone that came from, um, I guess, a, a Belichick system? Where yeah. like, you know, what we're just gonna, we already beat you, but we're gonna we're gonna give you a little bit extra just to know that we just so you know, just in case you have you know in the back of your mind that maybe you could have won. Now we're gonna let you know that. That shit wasn't wasn't gonna happen. I thought they were gonna score at the very end. The Packers? Really, no, I'm talking about the Titans after they um, after Tan threw it to Burks, and they no. were like right in the red zone. I thought they were gonna go for that for for another touchdown. That would have been I, great to see. Decided to take the knee, and I was like, ah, motherfucker, you should have went for for another one. Because I mean, at that point, no timeouts. They weren't really getting shit going on offense, as far as pe- the Packers were going. Why not? Just do it. You already threw the threw the ball instead of running it or taking a knee to um to go in a two minute warning. Fuck it. You got in the red zone. Just finish it off. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It, it's Vrabel. So I mean, what do you do? You expect anything else? Not I really. Mean, I mean, they uh. I feel like they knew, you know, it's kind of a risk-reward
0: type thing. Like, oh, if Tannehill throws a pick, who gives a shit? It's not like they're going to come back. The game was already out of reach. Um, I mean, they came out. The defense was playing great. The only thing I, I, I wonder about the Titans is sometimes I feel like they rely on Henry way too much. And it's not necessarily that you can't rely on him. It's just that I feel like when you're going above, like, 20 carries in a game that you have a pretty good lead, it's kind of unnecessary. Like, it's unnecessary tread on the tires. But fuck it. Derrick Henry's a, a superhero, so fuck it. Just keep running them, Run him 40 times a game. Why not?
1: Fuck it, 60 times. Why not? Sure. All right. fuck. Man, fuck CTE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely had that. But at the same time, like, the Packers realistically weren't completely out of it until late in the game or late in the fourth quarter. Yeah. But you can never really count them out. I get why they did that, but I mean the rookie was going off. What's that? Burks had won for like over a hundred and I think it won a hundred and eleven yards on seven um interse- or seven receptions. Yeah. So they they were going to the air and Tannehill you can see it's a totally different team with Tannehill in the game and when he's not in the game. So, you can definitely see a big difference. And he was, he was on point, you know, aside from, you know, a couple miscues, pick. Yeah, you can definitely see a big difference, and you see why they are 7-3 and three right now.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, I feel like for the Packers, I feel like Rodgers has that natural face that always looks like it's somebody else's fault like he, he just looks after he throws a pass and it's not complete and he has that look that says this motherfucker here ran the wrong route or should have been here or should have caught it but there were some throws that he made in the fourth quarter where I'm like I don't really think that was the receiver's fault like there were there were a couple that were just off target and yeah. and maybe it's because maybe it's because he's starting to realize that the packers are trash and that this is not going to be it might be a playoff year, but it's not going to be a deep, you know, title run type season.
1: Yeah. It, he did throw the ball behind a couple of receivers sometimes. So I, I I could see what you were saying. And there was a, there was a pass early. And I think it was in the first quarter, the receiver got a first down and he celebrated. And it was like almost the way that the receiver is celebrated. Uh, it was, it was almost like he he got a first down on a fourth and like long right and you look over at Aaron rodgers he's like all right dude come on calm down <laughs> it's the first quarter right what are you getting so hyped about and i was i remember seeing that and i was like damn this dude is fucking hype i forget who the fuck it was but it was i just saw it and i was like wow that's that what are you celebrating for dude
0: yeah I just think it's wild. There's some players that I swear Cobb's been in the league forever, and he's still productive. Like, I can't hate. He's still out there making catches. Even on games, it looks, too, it, it looks too fucking cold to lose, and he's fucking still out there making catches, and he's, like, 49. So, I mean, I'd give it to him. But if when they can't run the ball, they just don't. They're just not a good team. And I think it's just it's just becoming more and more apparent every time they play a halfway decent team.
1: Well, I, it's kind of like a, what was it, Antonio Freeman and Donald Driver when they are still playing for the Packers. Yeah. I was like, damn, how how old are these motherfuckers? I remember watching them when I was a kid. I mean, they were and saying
0: they were, Mike Rabel sacked Rodgers before. Fucking yeah. Rabel's old ass. Sacked Aaron yeah. Rodgers. That shit's
1: crazy, and now he's a coach. Yeah, it just goes to show how how long they've been in the game, right? It's really, Aaron Rodgers, it's right. It should happen. Like both of them have been in the game so long that, like, and I and I, I saw this. I noticed this last week with um Byron Leftwich. Like Brady was in the in the league when Leftwich. You know, entered the league, and then he's still in the league after he left. Became yeah. a coach. Or,
0: became a coordinator. He's the offensive coordinator.
1: No, nah, I was just hearing like this plane flyover wars kind of fucking me up, but um, no, nah, yeah, he he became an intern over at Arizona. And then, you know, became a coordinator. And I was like, damn, like this motherfucker just done started a whole new career. You know, went through his NFL career, started a whole new coaching career the whole time both Brady and Aaron Rodgers are in the league. I mean it started. happens when you're trash though. Like he was trash.
0: I mean he had a decent season when he played for Jacksonville, left which did. But for the most part, he I mean he was pretty trash. So it's time to when you're pretty trash, you move from careers quick. You know, you start moving yeah. through
1: them quick. I still remember watching him in, like, college uh, when his when he had injured his leg and his teammates were car- carrying him out on the field to throw a pass. It's a crazy game. But, uh, yeah, I still remember that. And then, you know, you, you see just how, how much that, you know, you being a star in college – how different it is in the NFL. You can be completely trash in the NFL, but be a, you know, peak in college and be a totally different thing. Yeah. But yeah. That's, that is fucking crazy. So I do want to go over this. Uh, what I think the matchup of the week is. Well, before <laughs> that, before that, I do remember
0: last week or the last episode uh, you had mentioned you know you had briefly talked about Tom Brady of course you know you <laughs> talked about his marriage how he has a record and then you know you mentioned his his wife and so he actually left a voicemail I don't know if you if you heard it but I actually wanted I wanted to play that for you because he did leave it he wanted to make sure that you got this message so let me just play the voicemail real quick <laughs> I'm your fucking neck. I'm going. To... <laughs> and so <laughs> he definitely ain't find the shit funny at all. Like he didn't think he didn't, he didn't think any of that Giselle shit that you were saying last week. He didn't find it amusing in the slightest. So I figured I'd I figured I relay that to you because I I know you didn't get that message um over these last first couple of, all, of days.
1: First of all, ex-wife. Ex-wife. See, see. All right. Second of all, it was saying that you had a record. You know, you're the only one in the NFL to play quarterback that was married to Giselle and with the name Tom Brady. Am I wrong? Speaking facts here. So, yeah. And just like that situation, <laughs> does she really care? Does she really care? See, no. see, <laughs> this man's going through
0: a whole divorce, and here you're know, talking. Does she really care? Does you know he's going through it? He's going through it. and He's still having success hey, in the yeah. NFL. I, I think there's a lot to be commended there.
1: No, that and that's the point I was making. Is that you know what? Yeah, you can see that he's playing. He's he's looks like a totally different player now. He really does, because they reached that point where they're just not talking to each other. And you don't hear her name in the the news anymore about her airing out all their dirty laundry and all that shit. You know what? I know he's, you know, like the the most talked about person in the NFL and all. But keep, you know, there's certain shit that needs to be, you know, just stay in house. Keep your personal shit personal. I mean, he's the most talked about now.
0: That's because in two weeks, you know, we're going to have Deshaun playing again. So I'm pretty sure he'll be number one again. But for now, he is the most talked (laughs) about player.
1: (laughs) Oh, wait till we get on that, (laughs) motherfucker. Just wait. Yeah, I've been waiting for this. For this time. But we'll, we'll get to it probably next pod. Next pod or or after Thanksgiving. If we don't if we don't um have a pod on Thanksgiving, yeah, either next pod or after Thanksgiving.
0: But we we'll yeah, he's back in practice, <laughs> so he'll definitely be a topic for sure. And he'll be the number one talked about player, I'm sure, for those for those uh first couple of weeks that he's on the field.
1: Yeah, because that's that's gonna be really interesting in in Cleveland, especially if he comes out playing like complete dog shit then, yeah, we'll see. We will see how that how that goes over. I know he didn't look too good in the preseason, but that's preseason, and nobody really cares about that. Right. No matter how much he played like shit in the preseason, the amount that they're paying him, they're either going to release him or, which I doubt, or, you know, play him. Because he's, they paid way too much for that man. For sure. Knowing knowing the situation. They said, fuck it. And I, I can't imagine it being a marketable thing. You know, with, given the, the circumstances. I could be wrong. I mean, they could paid him way
0: more than the Ravens paid Lamar and, you know, says something well, about the Ravens organization.
1: Well, and at, their at owner. this point, at this point, I think linemen are getting paid for him. <laughs> than Lamar. So, I mean, they offered him two fifty. It's just like you said, he wants that guaranteed, which I, I get it. But at some point, you're gonna have to. Something's gonna have to happen. Yeah. At some point, and I, I'm I'm wondering who's gonna who's gonna end up folding first.
0: Well, it's interesting to see where the Ravens are now. I mean, they, I don't know if you saw during the game, they showed the, the top five, you know, the most likely to win the Super Bowl, according to Vegas. And how it, it, I think, I believe it was two of those five teams are still up there, of course, the Chiefs and the Bills. But the other three are completely different. Like the Packers weren't up there anymore. The Bucks aren't up there anymore. Now you have the Vikings, you have the Ravens. And uh, I can't remember who the other, who the fifth team was. Oh, um, the niners it definitely wasn't the niners <laughs> i could, i can i can promise you it wasn't them but uh, uh it, but it was a... it was shocking that the vikings were on there though the vikings almost came that was the one team that came out of nowhere and up there a- along with the ravens cuz the ravens kind of came out of nowhere as well I mean, they weren't in the top 5 shocking, before though. the season started
1: is it really shocking to see that the, the Vikings are up there? The Ravens, yeah, I can see that. It's a little shocking. They're at six and three right now. But they still haven't showed me anything yet to to be like, all right, you can beat a really good team this year. Like I mean I the Vikings are eight and one. Like that's very shocking. Nobody had them
0: being no, that saying, good and having that I'm much saying- success.
1: It's shocking that they're in the Super Bowl picture, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, because only Vikings fans had them in the Super Bowl picture beginning of the year.
1: I mean, yeah, the beginning of the year, but now, like you said, it's a new, a new thing where they had they came up with a new list for Super Bowl prospects or whatever. Yeah, it's not shocking that the the Vikings are in that talk right oh, now. Oh yeah, for
0: sure, for sure.
1: But when you compare it to where they were, they probably made the biggest leap.
0: Because even the Ravens, if I remember correctly, the Ravens weren't top five, but I'm pretty sure they were top 10, definitely top 15, top 16. They were definitely in the top half.
1: So they, they moved up. 10.
0: Right. They moved up, but they didn't move up that that far. The Vikings were like 19. Like I'm pretty sure the Vikings were far, far you know, behind the Rams, behind the Cardinals, behind all these other fringe teams. That they were, you know, they were more likely to make the Super Bowl according to Vegas.
1: Well, yeah, that's so, because the Vikings uh, have a problem, or Kirk Cousins, most of all, has a problem with when the lights are bright. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll definitely see how they do as the year goes on. And I'm trying to find if, if how many, um,
0: I or guess. this weekend, because Dallas ain't playing. With the Vikings this weekend, right? Because I don't, I don't know if you're aware, but the Vikings haven't been this good. They haven't been eight and one since 2009. Which I don't know if you remember the 2009 season, but that was Brett Favre, fresh off the dick pic scandal. You know, because he went to he, you know, he of course he fake retired from Green Bay. Then he went to New York, had the dick pic scandal, and then boom, the Vikings signed him because you know who gives a shit. What's a couple of dick pics here and there? So the Vikings sign him, and then they go to the AFC Championship, of course, and then that's when AP fumbled like four times or something crazy like that, and they were one, literally one game away from the Super Bowl,
1: I mean, which they probably be- would
0: have won the Super Bowl that year too if they would have made it.
1: I mean, let's be real. That dick pics the end of. See, see, see. Did, see, did see. you did you see the girl he'll sit and dick? Pics I too? see. see. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I remember that yeah, when it, I saw it, I'm like, shit. like, what you know us I'm about to send my dick big territory <laughs> That's right
0: That's <laughs> why when the Vikings GM said when he was like oh Dick pics man fucking just sign him just sign his ass
1: <laughs> Big Pick All right so you want to come back from retirement right <laughs> Over here. Right I
0: remember they picked him up they picked him up from the from the airport like they sent a jet to pick him up and then met him met him at the runway like yeah here you know with a fresh contract and that was the last time the vikings were this good so this is kind of uncharted territory definitely for kirk cousins he's never been in a situation like this
1: <laughs> you <Yes. laughs>
0: see <Seriously. laughs> okay. and and this is also before the robbing from the poor because that you know his latest scandal at least allegedly you know yes he, he has scandals he has scandals even these days the wrangler copper fit days he's still got <laughs> a couple scandals and shit because this man stays selling jeans. That <laughs> I man stay with a Wrangler commercial on the on the TV.
1: I'm waiting to see what Kirk Cousins does uh for a little street cred for his album. Mm-hmm. Definitely waiting oh, to Kirk, see what he
0: does. Yeah. Yeah, Kirk's definitely gonna have the chains on deck against Dallas. Guaranteed. Yeah, he might wear them on the field. If they win, if, if they win and go nine and one and beat Dallas. Oh, he might wear them chains right there on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I doubt it. I doubt it. But he I'm just saying, Kirk's been like that. He's been like that this year.
1: Yeah, it's, it's going to be a – I think it's going to be a real good game. Dallas better watch out for Jefferson. Know that. Because that for motherfucker real. is a beast. for real
0: (laughs) especially considering what Watson did last last game you know and Jefferson's way better than Watson Jefferson's the best receiver in the league right now so yeah that's definitely going to be a problem
1: yeah we'll definitely see how how things go that's what I got for my game of the week to watch now granted it is a four o'clock game Eastern time but still I I still think it's going to be one of the top games of the of the week, and I do have my trap games of the week. Here now, we I go with the shit. <laughs> I had to do that. Here we uh, go. Eagles, Colts. What do you think?
0: Huh? I mean that. No, that is 100% a hundred percent a tuition bet game. Hundred percent. There is no way. There's no way that the Eagles coming off a, a loss a fixed loss to the commies drop one to the Colts after the after that game that they had against the Raiders where they barely won that game.
1: No, so you, you, you definitely got say, the Eagles winning that game. You did say that about the last time when they played the commanders and commanders came out and beat that ass. So we'll see. That
0: was a division game. I think, I think (laughs) when you're betting your kids tuition, you got to be careful with these division games. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to blow the whole, the whole tuition, the whole life savings just bet, just bet like your rent power bill money. You know that's what that money's for—to bet on games like that that are division games. But games like this, Colts, Eagles, shit. No, you could go on ahead and take the whole the whole fund and bet it.
1: Money Uh, it. It's getting cold outside. Uh, I I hold back that BG&E money just in case. (laughs) Just in case. It's a motherfucker out there. Unless you got like you know you can still turn your stove on. Then go ahead, go right on ahead, bet the BGenie. But <laughs> like I said, I'm calling these trap games for a motherfucking reason. All right, I wouldn't have called it last week if I didn't know it was gonna hit. <laughs> 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 Y'all know me by now. Yeah, you but already
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, if there's, because there's, I have a tuition game, Be, a, a bet your tuition game, not only just the Eagles and the Colts. But the Browns and the Bills—that's mm. also a go on ahead and get the Gerber fund that you put for your for your kids and go on ahead and throw that on Buffalo. That's funny on you say. Sunday.
1: That. That's funny you say that because I got that in one of my trap games of the week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's 100% not happening. Uh, they are not winning that game. The, the Bills are coming off a loss, a crazy loss to the Vikings. Not
1: two, two consecutive losses. They're coming right. off back-to-back losses. Right. Now, can Josh Allen continue his pick streak, his two-game pick streak? Can he continue that? With the Browns. And will we see Nick Chubb maybe a little bit run down the throats? And plus, it's supposed to snow, like, several feet in Buffalo. So they might not be playing in Buffalo. Oh, they
0: moved it. They moved that game to Detroit now. Not sure if you're aware of that. So, yeah. (laughs) It's going to be a torching So it's inside They're now. Dave's about to have 200 yards receiving. game Davis about it. to have
1: 200 as well. We'll see because, you know, it is a trap game. No, those what motherfuckers
0: the- in Cleveland don't play any defense. <laughs> That's Hold a guaranteed <laughs> win for Buffalo.
1: Let's say this is one of those uh, – Cilla, 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 Cilla-
0: Cinderella, still a Cinderella, motherfucker, Cinderella, shit together.
1: That's that. That's a minority Cinderella, <laughs> Cinderella, that's whatever, whatever the fuck I said.
0: So, that shit. <laughs> that was that free stream, Cinderella. <laughs> that's the unpaid for. I didn't so, have basic cable. I had
1: to use the antenna.
0: Like, 100%. That is definitely
1: the store brand, Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the motherfucker's acting it out for you. <laughs> what the fuck, my, my, yeah. I acted out my... Uh, my childhood story.
0: For me. <laughs> but, but even even if they <laughs> did play that game in in Orchard Park, it wouldn't matter. It would not matter. The, I don't have the Bills losing three in a row. There's no way. Now, There's what, no way.
1: Jacoby said like, nah, fuck this. This motherfucker's practicing now. Now nah, I got to make sure that I play my ass off, feed the Bills, <laughs> 400 yards passing. I mean, it's going to take that. It's going to take that for,
0: for that to happen. It's definitely going to take that type of performance for them for them to win. Um, but, hey, another one is the Carolina Buffalo. You know, you got Baker Mayfield starting again. You could say he has some type of experience against the Ravens, but he's still trash. You know, what do you think about that game? Sorry, is, you that on your,
1: is that on your bullshit <laughs> trap game list? Carolina Buffalo. Uh and yeah. So Carolina Panthers and the Ravens are actually on my trap games of the week.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> All these games are the trap <laughs> games of the week, yo. Get the it's fuck my, out of here. But trap games, not trap game. See what I did Get there? Get the fuck out I, of I, here. I, though. I do have another section. It's a bit of a surprise. I think you like it. Um, Okay, this game. Yeah, Baker-Manfield's back under center. So, I guess they did away with P.J. Walker. Yep. No, I, it's in Baltimore. I don't know what the weather's going to be like here, but I know it's fucking cold right now. So, yeah, I definitely don't have Baker coming in and, and – and holding it down for the Panthers. I think the Ravens D's just too good. I think that's the reason one of the reasons why they stay in the top ten is their defense. And Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson. And not to mention, they are likely see when <laughs> this had team. to do it. Had to do it.
0: <laughs> you had well, to do
1: it. He's been kind of showing out this year. He's you know, Andrews
0: out. is coming back,
1: so you know it, Andrews is not gonna play every fucking snap i don't I don't have it, not someone that 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 plays like likely that plays like likely
0: well, they'll play together, they'll run it like we talked about before, it's gonna be the two tight end set that the Patriots ran minus the homicide. It's gonna be that same game plan
1: minus the homicide, yeah minus <laughs> the suicide. <laughs>
0: I'm saying saying that I'm pretty sure that's going to be their game plan moving forward because I mean, it's either that or just Deshaun Jackson and Duvernay and they're fine, but they're not, you know, you're better off with Andrews and likely for sure. That's your best offense. Those are your two best offensive threats aside from, of course, Lamar Jackson. Yeah.
1: Deshaun didn't have any effect last time, did he? Didn't he have like one catch or something? If that, yeah,
0: I don't think he did shit.
1: Not but a damn shit. thing. Just...
0: But... Damn, that's
1: fucked up. <laughs> 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 but then again, well, he like, didn't yeah, play though. I
0: don't <laughs> think he played last week.
1: Yeah, because I think this would be his first think, game. If I'm not mistaken, Harbaugh was like, "Who is likely to come out?" On his field tonight. See, see. Hey, and is it Isaiah, stood up. Isaiah stood up and it's like, I'm likely. And he's like, <laughs> Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's playing, he's playing this
0: week. I know that much. He's playing, he's playing this week. And so he should have some catches. He said he was taking care of himself and he, you know, he's, he should have some. He'll definitely have targets, but maybe not that many.
1: I don't know. He's had more than enough time to take care of himself. You know, it's it's not like... I don't know. Yeah, but he's
0: older. He's like a senior type player. Like a, like a, like an older guy.
1: No, but you, you know, know what? Was... If you want
0: to talk about a real trap game, my trap game would be the commies and the Texans. 100% got the Texans upsetting them. Even though the Texans are openly trying to get a top pick in the draft. Is that on your list of trap games?
1: It's not though. It's not. I don't consider that like, eh, you know, it's like eh. it's like calling out the Rams and the Saints. Like, oh, hey Rams and Saints. Who's going to win? The only people that care about those wins are those the Rams and Saints fans. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Channel. No, it's not the same. your red zone channel games that uh, you just you you see them on the red zone channel. Like, oh shit, the commander scored. Oh shit, no. and then you go back to watching your game, and then and then it's like, oh shit, Texans got a field goal, huh? No, <laughs> no, they the
0: Texans are one and seven, like one seven and one. We're not talking about a team that wins. We're literally talking about the first pick in the draft. They're literally 32nd. Like, there's no one
1: below them. You think the Texans are going to take it to the commanders?
0: Yeah. I think they're going to be 2-7-1,
1: which (laughs) it's over with. (laughs) I don't got to happen. Because I got – let's say – okay, so there is that this – potential QB controversy in Washington with Taylor Heineke and Carson Wentz, which, honestly, I, I really don't see it as a controversy. I say you start um, Heineke, start him. The team seems to be doing better with him. You didn't really see, I mean, what do they win with, with Wentz uh, against the Bears when the Bears are still doing shit? Right. Now, the Bears are a much better team. We seem to be playing better, especially after the trades and all that. I don't see them doing that with Wentz again. I, I totally see that game turning out different. I think the team's responding better than Heineke. He can get the ball out better. He he doesn't get injured every fucking other game. I, I, I think they keep Heineke in the game. If they do, then shit. Cause I think Carson's supposed to come out back. What this week or next week? I don't even know what his injury was.
0: I I forgot. It's been so long. I think wasn't it like a a thumb? No, that was, I think that was Dak.
1: I, I, I don't even had- know what his injury was. With his hand, I had that up too. I just have a hard time caring about Carson Wentz for a while there. You know, for a while there. <laughs> I was like, I almost call, call him Carlos. <laughs> see,
0: see, just because their coaches is Hispanic. No, <laughs> that's not get to it together, that. yo. Get it together. <laughs> no, that wasn't you the reason. Do better. <laughs> that wasn't the reason. But no, see, Carlos you- Wentz is not. No, he's not. Yeah. He's
1: not gonna start. <laughs> no, with, I'm so saying that gonna start
0: that- over that- Heineke. It-
1: Man, it doesn't sound right at all, <laughs> Carlos. Was. It works though; it Man, does I got, work. I got the first three letters of his name right, Car.
0: So yeah, no, he, no, I honestly don't think there's that big of a difference between the two. The defense is playing a lot better, and I think that's the biggest difference. Is that the defense is carrying more of the load? So then the offense, you know, you make a couple of plays here and there because they do have McLaurin. They got a couple of weapons, Samuel. So I feel like the defense is kind of making the propping the offense up. But I don't think there's that much of a drop off. They're both trash quarterbacks. It's just a matter of what type of trash you're trying to start. It's not you're not, it's not like you're looking at an all-pro. No, these are all. Regular fill-in quarterbacks, just <laughs> newspaper. Are regular, these are regular. all just newspaper, just throwing newspaper down on the mess and hoping that it soaks it up. That's they're that's what they both size, are.
1: Their uniform size extra regular, right? So. Like, <laughs> like these are just mild know. sauce quarterbacks. <laughs> like not, you ain't getting nothing
0: spicy. These are some mild sauce QBs.
1: That's soft shell taco. My
0: sauce. right? right. <laughs> like, I don't think I don't think you're gonna get that big of a a drop, at least from a production standpoint, from either of these quarterbacks.
1: I do think that Heineke does have more potential. I think Wentz kind of reached his ceiling already, and we've all seen that. But it gets to, to the point where. You do have to – you can't protect him from himself, too, obviously. The man gets injured in any kind of, – with anything. You know, he's I mean, just we like, can't just it?
0: do him like that. I mean, he has been hurt like that, but uh, but Stafford like, got injured last week during the week. And, I, and I'm sure people that, that play fantasy and that have Stafford on their fantasy team know what I'm talking about, where this man – Literally got a concussion concussion, like Wednesday afternoon. Like, what the fuck were you doing? Where where is your mailbox that you got a concussion on the way to the mailbox on a Wednesday, and then he was out on Sunday, and they didn't tell nobody until Sunday morning. So, yeah, I I think that's worst. And at least Carson Wentz, you know it's coming. He's kind of like Michael Thomas. Like, you know they're going to get injured. It's only a matter of time. But this Stafford motherfucker, what? Yeah, you heard about kind
1: it? Of surprised. Yeah. They got to fucking get hurt like that. that. But he, he, had, he, to. he had to. Had to try to do the. He, I guess he's got a really low ceiling for his, like right around his bed. And when right. he sat up, he, had, he got a nightmare. He sat up and knocked himself back out. Nah, he definitely goes I,
0: around the house in that hoverboard I, shit. 100%. No, problem, 100% he, hoverboards he his way hoverboards his way around his estate and he definitely took a dive somewhere and they had to put him in concussion protocol.
1: No, he kept having nightmares on Tuesday night and he kept waking up and hitting his head and knock him out. And then he'd have another nightmare.
0: And right. He'd, he'd have a nightmare about
1: still playing <laughs> for Detroit. <laughs> Hit his head again, knocking stuff out again. And then finally he <laughs> was able to complete the dream. Then when he woke up, he had a concussion. He does, he and doesn't then not about playing in Detroit still. <laughs> it was terrible. They did a CAT scan on him and turns out he's got um six significant blows to the head, all in the same spot. And he's got a big dent in his ceiling from when he was waking up. It's kinda of, Well he kind only missed. he only missed one
0: game. So <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure he's cleared to come back, but after what happened to Cooper Cup, I don't think he wants to come back because Cooper Cup's on IR now. And and it's it's kind of wild because I don't know if, I mean, I'm sure you've seen the replay of Cooper Cup getting injured, but they kept showing his replay over and over. And if you look right in the background is, is Stafford and he has the saddest look on his face as he sees his ankle just get rolled. He's like, oh no, that's my guy. Uh-huh. So now he probably doesn't even want to come back. So I'm pretty sure he cranked the speed on the hoverboard up so he can give himself another concussion because who wants to come back without their number one target? And he's going to be out for at least four games because IR, I believe IR is four games or six games.
1: Yeah, four games. Four games. But like I said, he was having a nightmare of the the Cooper Cup incident and yeah.
0: Six times. Yeah, that shit was unfortunate. That's one of them catches where I know Stafford was like, I wouldn't have overthrew him like that. That shit <laughs> he probably feels guilty about it because had the pass been a little lower, his ankle would still be intact. But because he overthrew his ass, that's why his ankle's no longer with
1: us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Oh, shit. Thought too much about this man's concussion and shit. (laughs) Talk about him having nightmares and hitting his head and shit. Tripping ass. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so there. I do have. uh, I am wondering what's going on this weekend. Now, the Broncos and Raiders see each other this weekend, and I. It's kind of my battle of the bums. Game of the week. Here's the question. If the Broncos lose against the Raiders, does Nathaniel Hackett have a job yes. after this week? <laughs> this is his first season. I'm pretty sure they could lose the
0: rest of their games and he'll still have a job. Uh, I, now, I mean, when I you look at the way they've been losing it.
1: But they didn't hire him. The new owners did not hire him.
0: I mean, that's true, but if you look at – I mean, you look at some of these games, Uh and it it is hard to – it is hard to think, you know, why does he still have a job? But at the same time, they're not coaching losses. Like, I know there was that one game – I forgot, it was one of the first three games where they – you know, he didn't call a timeout, and everybody's saying, oh, well, if he played Madden, if he knew what he was doing, he would call a timeout. And so you could probably blame him for that one, but the rest of them – I don't think you could blame the coach for those. The offense just isn't that good. And Russell Wilson just isn't that good.
1: Now, and then is, it just it's kind of a, a play on who who controls these players. Like who's in charge of these players? Well, the thing is, I, I think the losses
0: fall more on the GM because not that Patrick Surtain is is a bad pick. But when Patrick Sertain was drafted, they had Justin Fields on the board. They could have drafted Justin Fields. They said, no, nah, fuck that. We're going to get Sertain. Surtain's a great corner, lockdown corner, definitely doing his job. But I'm pretty sure if they could go back and redo it, they would take Justin Fields because Fields is playing way better than Russell Wilson. So I would say it's 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 more so the GM and then, of course, the uh, – of course, the coach to a certain extent, but you can't put this stuff on the on the coach. What you think it's the you think it's the coach's fault?
1: I I think at to a point, you do have to coach these guys up. Like there there is a point where all right, now look at how Russell Wilson was successful in in Seattle compared to now. At some point, something's got to change. At some point, something's got to fucking change. Like you can't tell me that that they're losing all these games with with this team and nothing can can be pointed at the coach. Now, let's say they lose this game, he's still there, and loses it again against the, in uh, week twelve against the Panthers. I don't think that his that seat's going to be as cold as it is right now. He's going to be in a hot seat like to to lose to potentially some of the worst teams in the league and to be with the team that you have, you got Russell Wilson Jerry Judy and k j Hamler out there, and you can't do anything yep, you got Melvin Gordon out there too like come on man you've got you've got people on your on your team that can get the job done, but something's not not something's not meshing. And, and we're what 10 games in, and something still hasn't clicked. Like, at, at some point, you do have to point of the finger at the coach because who's coaching these people up from week to week? They came in from a bye week and lost to the Titans 10 to 17. Yeah, Granted, the Titans are a better team, but still, it's like, <laughs> did you not prep for anything that game? <laughs> Like what I mean, did you was... do? You did nothing in the second half at all.
0: I mean, I, I do think I do think he inherited a a lot of well, what some would consider a lot of talent, but considering it's his his first year as an actual head coach, I don't think that it's it falls on him. You know, you're still getting used to players that you traded for, and you're not necessarily getting the Russell Wilson that was in Seattle. Like this isn't the same Russ. Like he's not out there making plays and who knows why he's not having the success because I mean I feel like Sutton and Judy are better than Metcalf and Lockett. But maybe, maybe they're not. You know, maybe his injury really did have an effect. But I think you give him at least more than a season. I mean the guy He's been a coordinator, but this is it. This is first time as head coach. And so you decided to go with him in January. You got to ride this shit out. <laughs> you got to ride it out for a year. And if you're not, and I feel like if they're going to, you know, if if you're willing to fire the coach in his first season, it's going to be hard to establish like some type of culture because, you know, you're jumping from coach to coach. And then the question becomes, well, who are you going to, hire in his place who are you really going to put out there you got the Colts hiring Saturday like it's not like you have an abundance of coaches just waiting in the wings you can always go to college but that you know that hit percentage is pretty low so I don't know I I I personally don't blame them and I think if you're if you're a first-time head coach I think you kind of get a pass for that first year
1: I'm just saying that there should be some You're kind like, of a... fuck him, fire his ass. <laughs> no, I'm not saying all that. I'm just saying like, I'm giving you a view from what I'm hearing. <laughs> but I do, I do question that there should more should be, be done with the talent that you have. Yeah.
0: Now I'm I do think the st- Raiders, I don't know for for me, I feel like the Raiders are a little different in the sense that the Raiders were actually a playoff team, and then you can make an argument that they got better during the off season. For so for them to not make it back to the playoffs is mind blowing. Because the the Broncos didn't make the playoffs last year.
1: I'm yeah, definitely they feeling that uh, that rugs thing. See. There you can see.
0: <laughs> They're feeling that, Gruden. <laughs> it's all because yeah. Gruden's not there no more.
1: <laughs> Damn emails, man. Emails Yo. are a motherfucker. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <Since, laughs> yeah, did you see how Carr was uh, broke down crying?
0: Fact, yeah, I did see that.
1: I feel bad for that, too, buddy. but you know what? At the same time, like... Too many motherfuckers be be crying on TV. (laughs) Like, I get it after a game it can be emotional, but that's not what I'm getting at. I'm not getting at that. I'm getting at like like people. Of course, this is off topic, but I do I it just kinda reminded me of something. Like when I'm like scrolling through my feed, like on Instagram or whatever, and you see somebody set their camera up to cry. <laughs> It'll be a oh, grown-ass yeah. man as a grown-ass <laughs> woman fix
0: the fucking and lighting.
1: <laughs> up, like to cry. Oh, I lost my dog today. And then, <laughs> yeah. really, your first thought, after you lost your mom, your dog, or something emotional, is to set your camera up and let everyone know that you're going to cry? Oh, yeah, so you fix like, the lighting, you, get the fucking fan going. It? If you can do all that, it really didn't mean that much to you. It didn't. You're just trying to do it for likes or views. Don't do that. And, and you know, you see too many grown-ass men crying because it's, oh, it's okay to cry, dude. It's okay. You know what? I get it. You know, life's hard. <laughs> you know what? No, the fuck it's not. I get it. No, I get it. Life's hard and all. But keep that shit to yourself. All right? Or do it like in private with somebody that you know that gets you or whatever. Don't put that shit out there for sympathy.
0: So you don't think Carr should have cried in the press conference?
1: Now that situation's a little different. You could tell he was kind of like getting frustrated. Like, yeah, I get it. I'm just saying as far as I like mean, people are like social like that media, I get it. But you know, he's not exactly going up there setting up like, Are you guys ready? Y'all ready so I can I can cry? No, he's not doing that. He he was actually letting out real emotion. Like, because, you know, he's putting in hard ass work and he's they're coming up short every week. I get that. My point was it was aimed towards something totally off topic, but it was still like I was just saying, like, stop, stop. Fucking it kind of
0: sounded, sounded like he was attacking Carr. Like nah, I mean, I get a it.
1: Car. Don't do that. this. I mean, it sounds like
0: you was attacking car. Like you make this bitch ass <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> <motherfucking laughs> want to cry. He want to cry because this team is trash. <laughs> <Motherfucking>, <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody cares if your fucking team is trash. No, I think it's. I think for, for football players or for athletes in general, I think it's different because I feel like you know they lose. It's real emotional, you know. Then they have to hit the showers. They probably got some floral body wash, some feminine. Of course. And then they, they come back out. Yeah. No, know I'm saying? They come <laughs> They come back out after they had like seven bath bombs. And they, and they come out, you know, they got the estrogen going. Sometimes they got to let it out.
1: Sometimes they got to cry. That or somebody's taking their old spice. <laughs> somebody's taking their old spice because I've seen how it affects dude on the commercials. You know, he, he said I, that it feels like a part of him is taken away from <laughs> <laughs> but no, my point was yeah. wasn't crying, or it was Derek Carr. That should—I mean, it I, sounded I, like it was. Just saying. I There's an awful lot of crying going on, and it's like, you know, it's 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 come on, man. <laughs> get now, now, one thing I did say, like, like I understand that it's an emotional situation. You put in, like I said, you put in all that hard work. I get it. But then you got guys like T.O., who are crying say, like.
0: <laughs> This, no,
1: but T.O. to no, okay. different.
0: No, see, T.O. is different, though, because. There you go. No, he... see, no, see, because no, because T.O. was on the the crying on the field when he caught that pass in the playoffs with the 49ers against that's the different. Packers. No, oh, that's, that's different. different. Oh, you can <laughs> cry on the field, but you can't cry in the press conference. <laughs> no, motherfucking tears are tears. CTE no, C. No, C. No, is CTE
1: let's see here we go go. two two got knocked out OJ did it
0: Nah, yo, CTE, I do feel like level one CTE involves crying and shit. And fucking T.O. was there, fucking Derek Carr was there, this shit happens. Roquan Smith was there, this shit happens.
1: (laughs) Motherfuckers gotta cry, yo. There's a different thing, but if you look back and you see, you watch the T.O. crying when they're talking about Romo, the shit would look kind of scripted because it looked... It, it was not like crying after a, a big catch, which I get it. You caught it. No. You it. No, like, I, don't I, I, it. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I can't believe <laughs> I caught this pass playing for the best team in the world. I can't. That. I <laughs> don't get it. It's, it's not, not a Super Bowl. It's not. It wasn't you know, a Super Bowl. And you catch it, and you're like, uh, you're the press conference for Dallas, you're like, I guess I got to come out for this shit. And then, you know. Crying because he fucked up in San Fran. I get it. I get it. That's cool. Yeah, I felt anyway. him when he was
0: crying. I felt him. i sure you did. That was rough. That was a rough I one. That was this. that team was supposed to go. That team was supposed <laughs> to win a Super Bowl, and that man was crying. Now the Derek Carr, I feel like he's crying because he knows they're about. They're about. two, two, three losses away from not being in the playoffs. And they're in Vegas and shit. They got the cool stadium with the fucking Al Davis light and shit in the back.
1: The real reason why Derek Carr was crying is because he knew he was just one rugs away. <laughs> See, yo, From a winning season.
0: Rugs was not gonna help these they made the playoffs without his ass. Like they made the playoffs last year. Without Ruggs, to- without Gruden, like they made the playoffs and they had the most about- controversy.
1: I want you to think about it. Like if Derek Carr had Ruggs and Devontae. Think about that. All right. <laughs> Moving on. So, <laughs> so you're gonna fuck me up right now. Moving on. So Sunday night. The Chiefs and the
0: Chargers. In Mexico. Oh that's not that's the that's, Monday night
1: one. Uh, yeah, I said I said Sunday night. <laughs> no, we're talking about Monday night. I said Sunday night. We're not talking about Monday night. Yet. Man, fuck
0: Sunday night. You got guys-
1: you got the so charger the Chargers. Can we say? No. <laughs>
0: they're good teams. Both of them are good. I think the, the Chargers, of course, are gonna lose because they don't have any weapons, but they're both good teams. I don't I don't think that's a trap game. That's a that's a good division battle. They should have been better if you know if they if, if the Chargers receivers could stay healthy.
1: Yeah, but they're supposed to be getting Mike Williams back. That, isn't it going to be this week? They're supposed to be getting some people back this week.
0: Well, good. Maybe mistaken. it'll be a decent game then. It, it will be. a decent.
1: Chargers going to win. 34-24.
0: There you go. Go on ahead and play that. Go on ahead and play that on the
1: card. I already did. I want her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, that's just a typical Chiefs primetime game where Mahomes is going to come out, probably, you know, throw 400 yards, three, four touchdowns, and Chiefs win.
1: Yeah, I'd be surprised if the Chargers win this one. They're, they're down quite a few minutes. It's, it's, you know, they lost quite a few. Against the Niners and it was pretty bad. Now do you think uh, the real question is, do you think Mahomes is the next
0: quarterback to divorce his wife? No. Some say there's trouble yeah. in paradise. I'm saying oh, got the got his that, brother influencing her and, her and shit, and you know what I'm saying? Oh, so his brothers hitting it? No, Ooh. man. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. No, it's just it was just speculation. Just trying to see if you if you were taking the over or <laughs> the under on the on the Mahomes divorce.
1: No, I definitely don't got that happening. She's been with him for forever. So More like five years? Before he became a pro. <laughs> five years. So <laughs> about <laughs> like five years. That. <laughs> like, oh, so they've been together for a few years then? <laughs> nah. Oh, shit. Watch out. Yeah. <laughs> no, they've been together forever. So I, I, I do think that that, that marriage is going gonna, is gonna to make it. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Celebrities and marriages, uh, especially if the other person is a celebrity. I don't know. We'll see. Sometimes, or a lot of times it works out. Sometimes it uh, doesn't. Plus, they got a you know pretty young kid together, so yeah, I definitely got them sticking together. I got the over on that one. But, there's really not. There's really not much to call in a Chiefs game unless the other team manages to do some damage. But usually, those are for for post game. I really got no prediction for that because it's like, oh yeah, Chiefs are gonna win that one, even though it's a division game. Chiefs are going to win. If if the Chargers would have beat the Niners, it's going to be even a little bit more. Yeah. But, yeah, they lost. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I got the Chiefs winning, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers pull one out. Their they're guys coming off the bench, coming off the prize squad, are doing pretty good. They're doing yeah. surprisingly good. But then again, like, you know, Niners still got to get together on – on offense and everything, so it's kind of hard to say how they did against the Niners, but which brings me to my next one. Monday night game, Niners and Cardinals in Mexico (laughs) City, and that the elevation on that is actually higher than mile high.
0: Wild. They're going to be fucking kicking field goals from the parking lot.
1: Right, I think the longest field goal was 96 yards. <laughs> get
0: the fuck out of here, yeah.
1: <laughs> you can only do that in Madden
0: with the cheat code. That's the only way you can get a 96-yarder in real life, or in real-ish life.
1: No, I think yeah, in I Denver think... It was like 70-some yards.
0: You know, I think it uh, that game – well no, the one the record belongs to Tucker and that shit was in Detroit in a dome. So that air shit is for the birds. Nobody cares about that thin air shit. But I think uh I don't know. I, I think that, that might be a trap game. That might be the Cardinals. I don't I think Kyler's probably been able to play as much Call of Duty as he's as he's needed. He missed the last game, so he had extra time to play Call of Duty. And so I now that that's out of his again. system, I think he's ready to win games again. I think he's out again. No way. I thought he I thought he was coming back. I thought he only missed one week, and he was coming back against the uh, – because it's Monday night. He had, like, mad time to heal and shit, to sleep off whatever fucking ailment he had.
1: It says, Kyler Murray – Feels good but unsure status for Monday nights.
0: Oh, so he's probably not done playing Call of Duty.
1: No, he's still trying to get that. <laughs> Heard the new update came out. They trying to get on that fucking get on that third person view. It's so calm. <laughs> but <laughs> but I mean, I, and part of me wants uh, wants Kyler to play because like I said, Cole McCoy torched the Niners last year. And I don't know. We'll see. It's That probably is a trap game. I'm... So
0: you're saying if
1: Colt McCoy
0: plays <laughs> to put money on, on the Cardinals?
1: No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm not going like. to bet on that game. <laughs> Of so it course. sounded like,
0: for the <laughs> listeners, for y'all that are listening, it sounded like if Colt McCoy <laughs> plays, go on ahead and put money on the cards.
1: <laughs> Everything I say tonight is, well, it sounded like you're
0: saying. Yeah, I mean, it sounded like. You're like, you know, if Colt McCoy no. plays, he's going towards the Niners. Okay, so bet on the cards is what no, that translates I, to in regular language.
1: No, I will not bet against the Niners, but I will not bet on them this game. Because for some reason, the Cardinals have a habit of taking it to the Niners sometimes. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not doing it. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Yeah. I'm surprised. What I'm surprised is that, you know, Hard Knocks hasn't showed Kyler Murray playing Call of Duty. You know, they got him, you know, watching film or whatever. But, yeah, I just don't – I don't trust that game. I really don't. Yeah, it is.
0: It is kind of wild, especially since the Cardinals just released Eno Benjamin. You know, supposedly he got into an altercation in the, I guess in the in the tunnel, on the way back on the way you know back into the locker room. He got into an altercation with a coach because Connor got, you know, the bulk of the carries, and Eno Benjamin didn't get any carries. And that was after he started three games and had a and had a good stint at running back. I mean, you could make an argument that he ran the ball better than Connor and that he was more effective than Connor. But he got into an altercation in the tunnel, and I think what happened was, you know, he he felt like he got slighted on the carries, and then I think he did bring up Call of Duty, and that was the final straw. They released his ass because they're an hard knocks. They're like motherfucker, you can't be talking about Kyler Murray like that. But I think he did. I think he did bring that shit up. He got this motherfucker playing Call of Duty in the locker room, and then that
1: was, that was
0: like the that was like the final straw. So they let his ass go, and he was immediately signed by the Houston Texans. So for those playing fantasy football, if you have Eno Benjamin, drop his ass because there's no fucking way he's getting carries behind Damian Pierce. Try also wanted to share that for the fantasy football people. You know, Benjamin by Damian Pierce is worse than, you know, Benjamin behind Connor because Connor actually gets hurt often. So it's kind of wild that they just released him. But then again, you know, there's pressure from the directors at Hard Knocks. They're like, no, you got to release motherfuckers on this show. That's how right. you know, that's how you get ratings. You... It's been a while since Chad Johnson headbutted his girl and got, you know, released from the Dolphins. Like you need that type of shit to, to get people to watch. So
1: right, now it's was like fresh in the marriage too, wasn't it? Like day one.
0: I mean, I don't think they were married. Not that it matters, but I, I don't think they were married. He just, you know, he had enough and fucking headbutt in her ass. You know what I'm saying? Bam! Forgot. I
1: mean, some, sometimes you got a headbutt, but uh.
0: see? 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 see, see, see. All right. That's all right. <laughs> Go, ahead. Go ahead and wrap this up.
1: <laughs> I, it is, I would say, yeah, Cardinals, <laughs> San Fran, <laughs> Monday night is a potential trap game. But that'll be all, all of it for today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Talk the Wild Podcast. Catch us anywhere you get your podcast and leave us a like a review. Oh that yeah, fucking email. A fucking,
0: email. A fucking <laughs> you know, send one of those pigeons with a message. Let a motherfucker know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> at the walk, that's T A L K D A W A L K at Gmail dot com. Alright. Peace, motherfuckers. <laughs> Peace. Nya, nya, nya.